A study shows that men spend seven hours each year hiding in the bathroom. There is a frantic search for a radioactive capsule lost in Australia. And a German woman is accused of killing her lookalike in an attempt to fake her own death. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the universe. New research shows that men spend seven hours a year hiding in the bathroom. I think it's more than seven hours. I spend seven hours a week hiding in the bathroom. I don't intend to. I go in there with the best of intentions, but I always get sidetracked because, well, I bring my smartphone and then I'm doing the pooping post. You know, you guys do the pooping post? You're posting while you're pooping? Uh, I get a lot of satisfaction out of this, though. It's, it's my alone time and <laughs> I enjoy it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Let's see what the scientists and researchers are saying about this. Maybe this is dysfunctional. It's probably poor social behavior, according to the experts, but let's learn a little bit about this. The article says, sitting on the toilet is definitely more than that for many people. It is looked at as a getaway of sorts. And let's not even mention how long those toilet visits end up being since the introduction of the smartphone. Uh, if you know, you know, and if you don't, then consider yourself lucky. A study in Britain did the utmost to prove this theory. This study was conducted by a British bathroom furnishing company called Pebble Gray. So it's not exactly a scientific institution. This is a bathroom company that's now doing research. It seems they surveyed 1,000 British men and found that they are spending their alone time in the bathroom. About a quarter of those men even called the bathroom their, quote, safe place. Now, within the poll, they asked some questions about the reason men were spending this amount of time in the bathroom. And the most common reason was for peace. <laughs> well, life is hectic. So to get a little peace is necessary. In addition to getting some peace, it was said that visiting the toilet was their way of escaping the kids. <laughs> you get away from the kids, lock that bathroom door. <laughs> I can understand. As it seems that for parents, the toilet break is one of the most popular forms of escapism. Uh, I'm wondering if all parents do this. I'm not a parent, but I'd imagine many of you probably do. I escape children by getting a vasectomy. So, whoo, I just, that's my, that's my form of peace. I got built-in peace in my body. Now, this bathroom company, which clearly has some professional researchers on their staff, also surveyed a thousand women and uh, they said that very few of them use the bathroom to escape their families, only 20% as compared to 66% of men. So I guess I would ask for women, what is your most common form of escapism when it comes to such things? Where, where do you go to get peace, ladies? I'd love to hear from some parents as well about this. Is this legitimate? After all, this study was done by a bathroom furnishing company. So call the show 646-450-2012. I'd love to hear from some of my weirdo parents. There's radiation that's missing in Western Australia. There's a frantic search for the radiation because it's very dangerous material. The search is continuing for a very tiny radioactive capsule in Western Australia. The state's deputy premier says there needs to be a review into how this capsule disappeared and they need to find it 
An urgent warning remains in place after the casium-137 capsule, which is only 6 millimeters in diameter and only 8 millimeters long, was reported missing on January 25th. This tiny radioactive source was part of a radiation gauge used commonly to measure radioactivity in oil and gas processing plants. This teeny eatsy beatsy radioactive capsule was lost in transit somewhere along a 1,400-kilometer journey between a Rio Tinto mine in western Australia and a depot in the suburb of Malaga. The Department of Emergency Services and the Rio Tinto Mining Company was only notified that the capsule was missing when the container was unpacked for inspection. Authorities believe it fell through a hole in the truck where a bolt had been dislodged after a container collapsed in transit due to some vibrations. Well, it sounds like they were using a rickety truck to transport this tiny radioactive capsule. Should have used something that was more safe. This is radiation, after all. Radioactive items shouldn't just be discarded in nature like it seems this one has just been. We have a deputy, Raja Cook, who said the situation is extremely concerning and a review should be conducted into how it occurred. Yeah, I can tell you right now, you're using a rickety old truck where the bolts aren't in place. They're easily dislodged. Uh, you, you might want to fly these sorts of things to, to your location. It's, it's a piece of radioactive capsule after all. I don't know if you can fly these things. I don't know if that's approved in the, the aviation circles, but... I mean, to just drive it 1,400 miles in a rickety truck seems not the way to do it. But what do I know about transporting radioactive capsules? We got a quote from this guy, Cook. He says, well, I understand there was a stringent arrangement in place to protect and track this particular capsule. But the fact that it's missing is very concerning. There's a very dangerous material. We want it to be recovered as soon as possible. Yeah, well, good luck. It's two millimeters long or however it is. I don't know how you're going to find this thing. Along 1,400 kilometers of road. Good luck, buddy. We got a quote from the Radiation Services General Manager, Lauren Steen. Lauren knows what's up. She described the situation as highly unusual. Yeah, that's an understatement. Uh, I'm not going to do any more Australian accents because I'm terrible at it, so we'll try something else. Lauren says... Well, typically, they're transported in highly protective casings that are subject to a certification verification stage. The housing is subjected to rigorous testings for vibrations, heat, and high impact. It's left my head in a bit of a spin, I can tell you that much. If you were to stand one meter away, you would be receiving the equivalent of 17 chest x-rays, just letting you know. If you were to hold the source in your hand for a substantial period of time, you would start to notice some radiation burns as well. Oh my, sounds like they just sort of left a ticking time bomb out there somewhere in the outback. The authorities are urging anyone who encounters this capsule, I don't even know... <laughs> how you see it it's so tiny but if you do if you happen to encounter the capsule please stay at least five meters away or, or you'll just totally go up in flames according to the department of fire and emergency services <laughs> they have a multi-agency incident management team continuing to scour and search the area with some specialized equipment but they have previously said there was no certainty the capsule would even be found well you just have to wait around for people to grow a third nipple you know you just wait for people to start sprouting horns out of their head. You'd be like, oh, you've been around some radiation. Where were you camping? 
Prosecutors claim that a woman killed her lookalike in order to fake her own death. A 23-year-old German-Iraqi woman sought out a lookalike on Instagram and then murdered her with a friend in order to fake her own death, according to prosecutors. When the blood-covered body of a young woman was found last August in a parked Mercedes in Ingolstadt, southern Germany, reports initially identified the victim as Sharaban K., a Munich-based 23-year-old beautician. Even though some members of Sharaban K.'s family had identified the body, an autopsy report the next day raised questions over its identity. The victim was eventually named as Khadija O., an Algerian beauty blogger from Heilbronn in the neighboring state of Baden-Württemberg. She is also 23. With long black straight hair, a similar complexion, and heavy makeup, the two women looked strikingly alike, according to the police, leading the German press to refer to this case as the, quote, doppelganger murder. It just so happened that Sharabin K. was detained by Bavarian police on the 19th of August, though authorities did not publicly speculate about a motive until days ago. The victims and accused have been referred to by their first names and an initial, as is customary in the German legal system. Here's a quote from Veronica Grazer of the Ingolstadt State Prosecutor's Office. Yes, investigations have led us to assume that the accused wanted to go into hiding because of a family dispute and to fake her own death to that effect. Turns out Sharaban K contacted several women bearing her resemblance on social media sites under numerous aliases in the week leading up to the murder. She made various promises to these individuals trying to bring about meetings which were initially unsuccessful, but finally Khadija O agreed to meet her. She was picked up by Shakir K and Sharabin K from her apartment on the day of the murder in a stretch of woodland between Heilbronn and Ingolstadt, the accused pair are alleged to have made up a pretext for the woman to step outside the vehicle, and they, they stabbed her to death. It's very sad. Prosecutors allege that the pair then lifted the victim on the back seat of their Mercedes and drove to Ingolstadt. They parked the car in a quiet residential area by the banks of the Danube, where it was discovered by Sharaban K's parents shortly before midnight on the 16th of August. Though investigations were ongoing and further witnesses were still being interviewed, arrest warrants against Shakir K. and Sharaban K. were issued. The spokesperson for the Ingolstadt prosecutor said the pair faced life sentences if convicted. It's a very uh, sad and bizarre murder situation. I hate to cover such morbid incidents, but being that she was trying to kill her doppelganger to fake her own death, it just... It just brings this story into such a weird place that I thought we could talk about it. it you got to be out of your mind to think that you can get away with such a thing. I'm, I'm constantly baffled by these dumb criminals. It's like we live in a world of DNA and chemistry, and we're able to look at it and compare it. And if you think you can get away with such things, you're, you're just obviously not paying attention, or you're completely misled. It doesn't say what the reason is other than some sort of family dispute that she wanted to fake her own death. There are other ways to fake your own death. Hello, Jim Morrison did it, you know? And Tupac, clearly. You, know, you can just disappear. There are ways to do it. The, the world is big. You can get plastic surgery. You can go take on another name. 
fake IDs. This is a, this exists. Social media, you can create accounts. I mean, there are other ways to do it. I mean, go look for someone who who has your same appearance and <laughs> strike them down, and then drop her off at your parents' front door. Very odd. Very sad. Stupid, stupid, unnecessary. I'm thankful in that I don't have to worry about such things in the world because my doppelganger is Brad Pitt, and he's he's a little bit too busy to stab me. Yay! Take it to the limit one more time. We're taking it to the limit, guys, with weird news. Five days a week. That's how we do it around here. We are committed. Thank you for spending some time with me in the Weird AF News podcast. Please subscribe or like it. That's pretty easy to do. You can also help me out by leaving a review like some of these wonderful individuals who left reviews on Amazon. I'm about to read some reviews. They are fantastic. I'm so flattered. The first one is from a user called A Person. A Person gave me five stars and wrote, Hero for Humanities podcast. I enjoy ending my day listening to this podcast. Is it irreverent? Yes. Is it hysterical? Also, yes. Also, it's the perfect way to ease your mind about all the terrible news out there that you hear during the day. There's lots of things happening in the world. Just because they are weird doesn't mean they aren't important. Plus, they remind you that not everything is a doom and gloom. Jonesy is consistent in his determination to make sure the world gets a daily dose of the giggles. Thank you. Thank you, a person. I'm grateful for a person for writing that tremendous review. Also, someone, someone by the name of Jay Brown wrote, Stick with Jonesy. Five stars. Okay, honestly, it took me a minute to acclimate to Jonesy. Ooh, that's a very nice word, Jay Brown. Big, big vocab. Over, look at the big vocab on Jay Brown. Uh, but I'm glad I got over some of the things that initially did not jive with me. The more you listen to his hilarious take on news stories and the insight to his psyche, the better it gets. Now I look forward to it with my daily news updates. I'm so great. Look at that. I totally convinced Jay Brown to listen to me every day. Be careful what you wish for, Jay Brown. <laughs> Uh, we have Tom C. Tom C. left me a five-star review as well and wrote, Get your weird on with Jonesy. Thanks for keeping me laughing during my morning commute each weekday. Your stories and commentary are often educational, sometimes downright bizarre, and at all times weird AF. Thanks, Jonesy. And good luck with your life, man. Good luck with your life, man, Tom C. And thank you for taking the time to write a review. I also got a lovely review from Amanda Foster. She gave me five stars. And wrote, lighthearted, hilarious, must listen. This keeps you informed, keeps you laughing. You'll never be blindsided by a weird news event, and you'll always have something interesting to talk about over the dinner table. His original songs and voices are hilarious and only occasionally objectionable. You'll have to ignore slash love him for his weird affinity to 90s R&B. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. However, other than that, this is an absolute must-listen. Check it out five days a week. This guy's out there working hard to keep us informed and laughing. Well, that's so sweet, Amanda Foster. Thank you so much. And Look, at I think you should give 90s R&B another listen to Amanda. It's just a magical land of great love songs. Back when people used to just really sing about love to each other. All about making sweet love. Nowadays, who knows what it is. It's all about, you know, I don't know, bling and drinking lean. I don't know. I don't know what these kids are singing about now. Back to the love though is 90s R&B. That's what it's all about. Knocking the boots, baby. Any fans of H-Town? Anyways, moving on. And a big shout out to Amanda Foster for taking the time to write me that awesome review. Thank you so much. Um, the last one is from GD initials. 
Five stars, super fun. I've been listening for a while now. Florida Fridays are the best. I call my husband Florida Man now. <laughs> oh, GD married a Florida man. Ooh, how risky. You better have some good insurance if you're going to marry a Florida man, I have to tell you. I assume GD knows what she's doing, though, or he uh, knows what he's doing. But thank you for the, taking the time to write that amazing uh, review. All of you, that was so help. That was so great. It's very helpful. I'm very flattered, and it, it really made my morning to read these. So thank you so much for doing that. You can always help out by leaving a review on Amazon or Apple iTunes slash Apple Podcasts or uh, giving it some stars on the Spotify. That's another place that people tend to listen to. Anyways, if you leave a review somewhere where I, I, I'm probably not going to get it, maybe you use some other app, um, I may not see it. So just uh, send me the link or do a screenshot and I'll read it and give you a shout out and show you the love, the love that you deserve for taking the time for me in the podcast. I appreciate it. Any time anyone spends, um, and I, of course, I appreciate all my listeners as well. Thank you for uh, for every day listening to this podcast. It keeps me going, uh, so I thank you. And I will see you tomorrow. If you'd like to call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve, my email funnyjones at gmail dot com, and my Instagram is at funnyjones. I just posted a new reel today. It's a really good clip of me doing stand up about my nut allergy. If you want to check that out. So it's pretty funny. At Funny Jones. All right. Love you. See you tomorrow. Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. How are you doing? I hope well. Uh, I heard in the news after, well, I checked into the news after hearing you mention that you woke up in the middle of the night to an earthquake. So I hadn't heard about it in the news, so I checked into it and found out that you had a 4.3 earthquake, I think it was, and then a couple of aftershocks. Man, it sounds like uh, between the earthquakes, the fires, the torrential rains, the mudslides, the floods that you're having out there, uh, God is trying to destroy Southern California. I mean, I know it's a sex, drugs, and rock and roll starting out there in the 60s, uh, plus all the liberals out there. Maybe that's God's intention is to wipe it off of the map and, as they say, you know, break uh, California off at the San Andreas Fault and drop it into the ocean. That's been the joke for a long time, just to knock it off and uh, get rid of that part of the country, make uh, – Nevada and uh, that area along there, the new West Coast. But you guys have really suffered badly out there, and I don't mean to make too much light of it because I know people have suffered and died, and that's a very sad thing. But we're glad to hear that you've come through it. Uh, so I hope you're you're okay where you're at. I think you're up on the second floor, so you'll be okay as far as floating is concerned. Um I imagine you running out in the middle of the night out into the street or something and uh, being safe outdoors, wondering what the heck is going on. But anyway, you're climbing up off of your inclined bed, as you say, <laughs> your inclined sleeping position. Anyway, I was thinking about what Hannah said on her call on Friday about people getting together. And I had spoken to my daughter a couple of weeks ago, and she said, uh, you know, that we need to have a gathering and uh, I was talking to her about this, about the community, and she said, well, you guys need to have a Jonesy con or a weird ace con. And it's like, yeah, that seems good. We all need to gather in some place, maybe centrally located in Chicago or something like that, and get the group together and 
Jonesy could perform and we could have everyone come and, you know, communicate with each other and have a two-day gathering or something. So, I, you know, Hannah's talking about just people talking or texting or, or uh, you know, communicating online, but maybe we need to think about having a convention. What do you think about that, people? Uh, maybe we need to talk about this some more. Anyway, uh, something to think about? I don't know. We'll have to work on that. Until that time, good luck with your life, man. Well, I'll treat you my machete for your crack pie. I left mine in a public restroom Saturday night. I'll trade you my machete for your crack pie. Well, I'm a Florida man, and I don't feel right without my crack pie. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Jonesy? It's your favorite weirdo. Just thought she'd like that. Speed it up just like 30 or 40%. Sounds awesome. Do that with some of your songs, man. Sounds great. Hello. Um, I just wanted to comment on some things. Um, these past stories. This is Hannah from Chicago. First of all, why are people so concerned about the topography of this asteroid and whether or not it has, like, a magnetic field. Why do people care if it has gravity, you know? Um, just, I wonder, like, why that's so important. Why do people want to explore it and see if it contains, like, other metals? You know, people should, scientists should be spending money on, like, you know, maybe cures for cancer or, you know, cures for the peanut allergy, like Jonesy said, you know, and then like a fish, um, this fish not only managed to set up the PayPal account under his owner's name, but he bought some games and the fish change the owner's avatar and account name. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. How can you do that by just swimming through water? Like, how can sensors, you know, enable you to, like, do those kinds of things and use the Nintendo Switch? It just makes absolutely no sense. And also, why would you want to spend money on swallowing Legos? I mean, we already know what is going to happen to you when you swallow Legos, like Joe said. You're going to gag, you're going to vomit, you're going to have stomach pain, you're going to have throat pain. You know, it's just there are so many things that money could be spent on. I just don't understand. Um, you know, we could make villages for, like, we could make, provide housing for the homeless. Come on, people. 